Welcome to TK's Love Lounge. TK's Love Lounge, where your host TK and her guests share everything they know about how to live a life filled with love. All matters of the heart are their specialty. Love of self, spouse, friends, family, and career. You will hear from real people already fulfilling their life's purpose and living a life they love, and how you can too. TK and her guests don't hold anything back as they dive into ways to push you forward on your life journey. Don't just live, live a life you truly love. Welcome to TK Love and Lifestyle. This week's episode, we are featuring a fantastic guest. Her name is Tanya Rose. And Tanya Rose is a sanity coach specializing in passion, time management, and productivity. She's had the corporate job and experienced imposter syndrome and severe burnout throughout living a life without boundaries. Now, Tanya is on a mission to show the world how to manage their time and energy in order to gain clarity and avoid living in zombie mode. Tanya now provides one-to-one coaching and runs workshops for women who are ready to design and live their best life. Please join me in welcoming my wonderful guest, Tanya Rose. For more information about the show, our guests, or any of the resources mentioned, visit us at tkloveandlifestyle.com today? I'm good, Takima. I'm really I'm, excited. I'm so excited to have you here, Tanya, our sanity coach. Can you just tell us a little bit more about what that means to be a sanity coach? Sure. So I actually came up with it um, when I realized my three pillars are all about, you know, finding your passion and then balance between serving yourself and serving your passion and serving people. Like if you're not careful, you can get a little bit insane. (laughs) So I'm coaching to make sure we're managing our time and energies to stay sane. Awesome. That's like, so it's like such a simple concept, but it's something that I have never thought of. And I always (laughs) use the phrase, like things are insane. I always kind of just throw that word around So I think a person like you having a sanity coach to kind of organize things, put things into perspective, I think that's something that's so needed right now in this moment. So I'm going to say thank you for all your clients and your future clients. (laughs) So let's, let's jump into the air. Tell us a bit more about like, who's your ideal client? Who is someone that you would, is perfect, sort of a perfect match for you? So my current ideal client, this changes so often as I grow, but my current ideal client is 
an introvert who is not managing their time, whether it's you have a side business or you have hobbies or you have um, children or boyfriends, you want to date, you know, like you basically don't have time. You know how it's in fashion to say, oh, I just don't have time at the moment, but I'll get to it. And that's actually like one of the biggest limiting beliefs we all have. It's the easiest excuse we give ourselves. But deep down inside, we're thinking, I don't want to do it because I might fail or maybe nobody will love me. Oh, I don't know what business I want. So that's my ideal client. That's like the juicy fun bit as one of my coaches says, where, you know, you actually delve in and figure out what makes you tick. And then you build like a schedule or you build your calendar in to see that actually you can fit everything in and relax as well. Oh my goodness. You are speaking to my heart. Like you are like <laughs> reading my mind. I think I may be your ideal client. <laughs> we'll talk later, so girl. Crazy. Okay. I'm just saying, like, oh, how many coaches does a girl need? Who knows? Um, just basically enough coaches to get you on track, right? It's not it's mm-hmm. not really a matter of like how many, it's like what sort of what areas of your life is that coach focusing on and propelling you to the next level. So I am in full support of having at least one coach, but then having Mm -hmm. multiple coaches for different aspects of your life. That is very, very smart for anyone to invest in themselves and do that. I completely agree. Sorry. I just wanted to add on that coach bit. So there are, I think it's seven elements of wealth, which fall under like relationship, money, business. I don't know all seven of them, but um, a Google search will bring them up. And it's the idea is to have a coach in all those seven areas, not at the same time, but depending on what you're focusing on. So for example, um, if you're focusing on maybe building your marriage than a relationship or love coach. If you're focusing on business or starting a business, then a business coach or a personal coach, you know, so I strongly believe that every element of our life needs a coach at one point, but it just depends on what you're focusing on at that time. Total agreement. So, so newsflash, if you didn't hear Tanya correctly, she's saying, if you need help with your sanity and your time management, she's your girl. Right. And if you need help with your relationships, that's I'm your girl. So it's just like you got a you got a two factor already happening right here. You know, we're here to support you all. Total package. Yes, right here, all in one place. So this is super amazing. So I just wanna delve in a little bit deeper on sort of like what would you say is sort of your um go to self-love, self-care routine? Like what are the things that you do to take care of yourself? Because this is like a key aspect of what we talk about here on TK Love Lounge. Mm. And we really want to make sure that all women are taking time out and honoring themselves in that process of loving on themselves, taking care of themselves. So what Mm. does Tanya do in order to do that? That's a really good question. Also, can I just say, every time you say TK Love Lounge, I just imagine like a lounge with sofas and exactly. your beautiful voice over the microphone and you, you come in and you just chill. My, my podcast art, which is not out yet, so we're pre-recording this episode, but on my podcast art, there is a lounger, a red lounge couch <laughs> with, with the title of 
the podcast. So you're just like, I know I'm on the right track right here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so I get sidetracked very easily. No worries. I'm going to bring um, you on back. Don't worry about it, girl. Gotcha. <laughs> in terms of self-love and self-care for me. So I'm an introvert, which is why I also coach introverts, but I need time alone. I need to recharge. And to me, I don't have one set self-love um, thing that I fall back to, but my self-care, I suppose you could call it, um, is managing time, like making time to do what I need at that time to recharge. So it's usually like, I'll give you an example. Three days ago, I walked to the park and I just took my shoes off and I just sat down and I just stared into space. I wasn't, I call it open eye meditation because my mm. eyes are open and I'm just looking in front of me, but I wasn't doing anything. I wasn't, you know, I do like bubble baths and face masks and sleeping early and treating myself to chocolate. You know, I do all those other things, but my number one is just to have time to stare into space. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I totally agree. On tkloveandlifestyle.com, we actually have a blog post all about different ways that various women um, showcase their own self-love um, techniques. And one of the participants talked about all about being still and just having that moment mm. of stillness and quiet and actually scheduling that into mm. her calendar and then second layer, putting everyone on notice for that time, right? So not only putting <laughs> it in her calendar, but then scheduling and saying, like, actually having a note on her door because she's a stay-at-home mom, having a note mm. on her little office saying, like, in, in business or something, whatever she says she puts on there to make sure that no one disturbs her during that still time. So I thought that was, like, a great way to, like, put it in action, not only into your calendar, but then letting everybody else know that, hey, this is my time and I'm going to take it no matter what's that's happening. That's good. Mm, that's, that's really good. And communication is a big one. So one of the things I actually do do with my clients, do do. Do do, I love that. <laughs> I'm so playful. Um, I, I get them to actually create their boundaries. So Having those boundaries and communicating those boundaries are two different things. Like you're yes. saying, if she probably said, oh, this is my time to herself and not communicated or put the sign up, she would get disturbed. And if you're anything like me, then out of guilt, you'd be mm. like, okay, fine. I'll just come and hang out with you. Mm. So really putting those boundaries in and reducing the amount of distractions that you might get when you're serving or recharging yourself exactly. is really important. That's so, so super important. Like even for me, I'm a mother of three children who are three children, six and under. So imagine the chaos I live in. Wow. Um, and while my husband, he is a stay-at-home dad. And so he takes a large part of what's happening with the kids on a day-to-day -day basis on his shoulders. But then as a mom, you feel the mom guilt and you have to come home and do everything on top mm -hmm. of everything, you know? And so really us communicating is super important. Like when he needs to recharge his battery, he needs a moment, he needs a nap, you know, <laughs> or vice versa. It's so important that communication, so communication is just the foundation for everything, everything we got Agreed. going on in our lives. <laughs> and I do have 
an episode about healthy relationships and communications. Um, and my husband is actually featured on that episode. So stay Amazing. tuned for that one. <laughs> if it hasn't already aired, because I told you we we're pre-recording some of this stuff. So it might be out of order. Okay, so my next question to you, I had something on the introvert thing, um, but I'll save that for another time because I don't know if you know, but I consider myself an introvert as well. And mm-hmm. when I think about you, Tanya, and what I know about you, so myself and Tanya, we met through this coaching mentorship program that we're both mm-hmm. involved in right now at this moment. Yeah, And then we, we've been bobbing with a whole bunch of other girls in the group. And so we've just been vibing and supporting each other since we joined this program, um, yeah. just to give you a little background. But I totally lost my thought. What was I saying? Introvert. Yes, introvert. So I consider myself an introvert, but I would not consider you an introvert. Like mm. interacting with you from the, the few weeks we've known each other, like introvert yeah. is not a word I would associate with you from a person outside looking at you, mm. I do not get this vibe. So is I'm this a so story? I'm so glad you brought this up. Okay. <laughs> okay, go. Shoot. <laughs> so, okay. So I feel like most people don't actually know the true definition of an introvert. Introvert does not mean shy, which I, I, I am, I get nervous, you know, in new situations and stuff, but an introvert is someone who needs not once but physically needs time to recharge alone so the easiest way I can explain it is like um a cell phone you know mobile phone if you're charging your phone you plug it into the wall to charge it as an introvert I can be around people especially like people I'm close to you know opening up and getting deep conversations we love that we don't like small talk I've got a YouTube video all about introverts and stuff nice but, we um, can put that in in the show notes for everyone Oh, super. Thank you. I'll send it over. (laughs) Um, But we like, I need my, my version of plugging in a cell phone charger is being alone, like completely alone, not alone with people sitting next to me, but alone with no one within at least like three feet of me. They need to be away in a completely separate room. An extrovert is someone who, if they don't see people, so like during this pandemic that's going on, if they don't see people for a while, they start feeling sluggish and, oh my God, I need people. So their version of plugging in a charger is being around people. And it doesn't have to be people they know. It's just people. It's like, oh, charge me. Like my mom's an extrovert. She can't go, I would say three days, (laughs) even two days (laughs) without being around people. Just whether it's observing, listening to, speaking Mm. to, she physically needs it. So for me, um, if you had met me a couple of years ago, you would have believed that I'm a very, I suppose, introvert, um, quote unquote person, because I didn't know that. So I never used to give myself self-love, self-care. I never used to take time to recharge. And therefore, I would be like, oh, my God, yeah, it's just another day. I can't wait till the day's over. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I I was so grumpy, but that's because I was drained because I was always around people. Yeah. And then um, the added layer of like society's expectations on the best ways to communicate or Mm. be a a team player. Right. Mm. Uh, I studied sociology in college. So I like feel like 
I, I know the triggers, but then it's like actually putting things into practice. That's the, mm-hmm. that's usually the tough part for everyone, right? So, yeah. But yeah, you're right. So I never thought about it in that way, like the analogy with the cell phone of mm-hmm. how an introvert needs to be alone. Like, I love being alone. It's like, it's like my favorite thing to do. Like be <laughs> by myself, be by myself, be with my own thoughts because I'm, I'm reflecting, I'm journaling, I'm processing, yeah. I'm organizing, I'm planning. It's like I can be my most thoughtful and most authentic self when I'm by myself. Yeah. I'm not avoiding people. I love people. I'm not avoiding Yes. People, but it's just like I need that processing time, especially if it's like yes. been a long week. I need to like sort of hash everything out in my mind. Yep. You know, center myself, yep. take my salt bath. Now I've added that to my yes. regimen <laughs> of grounding <laughs> myself. Um, so yeah, so I totally get what you're saying. Totally, totally. Yeah. So, so this is why and how I identify as an introvert because of that recharge time. And so many people are not aware of it, not even aware that they need it, mm. which is why I want to raise awareness on it. Sure. You want it. people to slow down, right? So they can actually mm-hmm. start to recognize that. That's mm. awesome. So something that I picked up on, uh, I think it was in our last Alive call, it was, so, it was so like resonant because I was planning for this session with you and I was like uh, jotting down some questions that I would ask you and sort of thinking through like, what are the things that I should ask her about what she loves and all of that. Mm-hmm. And then during the session, when it was your turn to share, you mentioned that you were going, you were thinking about things and that you were thinking about colors and textures. And I had just wrote that question for you around like <laughs> what colors and textures does she like? Cause I'm like, what, like, what can I, what can I ask her? And so I thought that was so so strange and then to just (laughs) like ran something random like that so i want to start now with just like a few rapid fire questions on things that Mm -hmm. you love and then we'll get back into some other questions so let me set my timer yay i don't do really well under pressure so let's see how this goes (laughs) perfect perfect so how about this i'll make it easier for you let me start i want you to pick a number between one and 50. Oh, 27. 27. Okay, I'm going to start with that question then. <laughs> okay, so are you ready? So ready. <laughs> hey, what is sort of your favorite home cooked meal? Oh, that's an easy one. See? My mother's oxtail. <gasps> or. <laughs> Okay, but I have to have it with my mother's um, sautéed potatoes (laughs) Uh, and tender stem broccoli and a glass of red wine, preferably a pothic red. (laughs) My goodness, that's super specific. And I love oxtail so much. Where's your family from? It's like, is it like a family dish or just something your mother learned to make? Um, good question. So I'm actually from Zimbabwe. I was born there and then I moved to England at 15. Um, so we have oxtail. It's, it's not a national dish, but it's something Mm. we have regularly. Mm, Nice. I thought you were from the Caribbean because that's like a typical sort of Caribbean dish to have (laughs) oxtail. Um, because my 
my parents well from a few different places but from what I've, I've been able to trace back um my my parents are are american and then their mm -hmm. parents are from trinidad and barbados and so nice. we grew up with oxtails in our household but mm. you know i grew up american not like with that caribbean mindset yeah Mm -hmm. Okay, let me stop taking up your, your two minutes. Let's keep going. <laughs> Let's keep going. What's your favorite number? Number uh, one. Oh, that's tough. Five or 27. <laughs> oh, but you just chose 27, so I'm going to go with 27. <laughs> okay. Fave essential oil. I don't use essential oils, actually. <gasps> <laughs> I am working on some blog posts about essential oils because I love Send them. it to me. <laughs> I love them. So once I create it, who knows how long that that'll take me. But when I finish, I will definitely share it with you. I love essential oils for different things, especially with children and okay. the house and all of that and sleep time. So many benefits to essential oils. Okay. So look out for that, you guys. Okay. What is your... What, do you, what movie do you love? Uh, I don't watch a lot of TV. However, my favorite, um, the only DVD I have is Inception. <laughs> oh, wow. I just watched that movie a little while ago. Inception, that's the type of movie you have to watch multiple times, I think. And that's like why it's it. my favorite, because I don't oh. understand it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to get Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio to come, like, break it down for us. Something if, yes, I, if I can make that happen, right? Let's put that out in the atmosphere. Come on, Leo. I'll take it. Yes. My favorite from, movie from him is actually The Revenant. And that movie is amazing. Amazing. You have to see it. Never seen it. Okay. Well, Google it, girl. You got to see it. Right okay. Um, and then your last question, because I, obviously I took up a lot of your time. Do I you think we should do two questions, Takima. Okay. <laughs> No worries. Let's do it. Let's do it. Do you have a favorite quote? A quote that you love? Um, so I didn't know someone has actually said it, but the thing I always say is things will always work out. Mm. Uh, it's not It's not exactly a, a fun, exciting, inspiring quote. But no, it can be, I yeah. I strongly, strongly, strongly believe that everything is always working out for me or everybody around us. So... Mm. Yeah, that's, that's simply my favorite. Things will always work out. <laughs> yeah, if you, for anyone, if you believe that to be true, how freeing can your life be? How freeing can your mind be if you know that mm. at the end of the day, everything will work out? So while it may seem like something that's very simplistic, it's something that's very challenging to do and believe wholeheartedly to where you don't let things bog you down. And this Definitely. reminds me of another episode that I'm working on. This is just like all connected, right? I have an uh, episode coming up on negative self-talk, right? And how yes. we play those stories in our head and we sort of drive our mind right down a narrow path of negativity, right? And so mm. having that quote as like sort of your, um, the way you live your life, sort of the, the mm. theme for your life, you can handle anything, girl. You can get through anything, right? <laughs> Take some I time know. and you can do it. So that's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. Um, 
So sometimes okay. we like, even when you you expressed it, it was sort of in like a way that was like, oh, it's not that good of a quote. And I'm thinking, no, this is hella good. This is exactly <laughs> what people need to hear because really the the way to happiness, the path to happiness is really something based off of very simple ideas and concepts, mm. right? It's not mm. this sort of complicated thing that we make ourselves out to have. Like everyone can be happy. Everyone can have exactly what mm-hmm. they want out of life. Everyone has the tools to do it. It's just a matter mm. of tapping into that, tapping into that and, and letting stop letting those negative things or other minor things get in the way of that. Mm. So, exactly. Just, and I'm just, I really strongly believe that everything happens for a reason. Mm. So, you know, even if it feels like things are not working out, they will work out. Like maybe it's, this is like worst case scenario, but I'm very simple. So breaking your leg. Okay, fine. That means you can't fly for however long it is, but maybe that if you had flown that day, you might have passed out on the flight or it would have crashed. Like absolutely anything could have happened. So yeah, even if it's negative things, it's really, really important to try and switch our minds to believe things always work out. Has God ever let me struggle? You know, my mom is currently relocating. She's retiring. And sometimes we think, oh gosh, is it going to be okay? And I'm like, but look, you're retiring. Has, has he let you struggle in all these years of your life? No, you know, it's just literally that simple. It will always work out. Yes. So true. Oh my goodness. You're just dropping jewels on here. (laughs) Just really, really putting things into a really great perspective for people, all the people listening in so that they can really start to really think about how, you know, be thinking about their thinking, that sort of metacognition Mm. and how they have control of that, right? Mm. It's always so much harder to, to tell ourselves those negative stories if we say it out loud. Yeah, because if yeah. once we say it out loud, it just sounds different. It feels different in our body. So you just you know one step at a time. Um, so totally. check out that next episode on negative self talk to dive deeper into that. So I'm going to ask Definitely. you one more because again, I took up too much of your time. <laughs> Go. it. Okay, let me pick a good one. Mm, you talked a little bit about that. Hmm. Let's pick a fun one. What's your favorite ice cream flavor? Oh, every single one. Oh, look at that. <laughs> it cannot be every single one. This is a really this hard is question. This is a hard question. Oh, my goodness. Okay, have you heard Depends what we've discussed thus far? Have you heard what we've discussed thus far? <laughs> and this... What's your favorite ice cream flavor? It's the tough question. Whoa, I didn't think I was okay, stumping so on this one. <laughs> it, I think it depends where it's from. Okay. I love McDonald's as McFlurry. So that's vanilla. Ah, okay. If I'm going to one of those really fancy, oh, try this, try that. Um, mm. Okay, I'm going to say rum and raisin because that was my dad's, like my dad would always be like, oh, have rum and raisin when we were younger. And I always thought, oh, I'm having alcohol. <laughs> At a young age, she knew she was consuming alcohol. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So rum and, rum and raisin or actually I'm into salted caramel right now. Anything salted caramel, I freaking love. Oh, nice. Okay. Well, I am like plain Jane. I only like 
vanilla ice cream. This is <laughs> the safe. one that I, it is safe. It is safe. I'm safe and happy with vanilla, and it must be Hagen Oz. So Ooh. shout out to Hagen Oz. <laughs> so if we could just jump back into the interview i have about two more questions for you and i just want to know what has been sort of the most important life lesson that you've learned that you would like to share with the ladies listening um okay that's a really good question it's quite a hard hard one to put because I think every lesson I learn is important at that time or during that season. Mm. Um, I'll probably say, okay, so maybe I'll rephrase it a little bit differently, but it is answering your question. So my door keeps banging. It's really windy here. Sorry. Um, So the biggest thing, when I first did my coaching qualification about two and a half years ago, I heard that the biggest regret, um, so they went to a nursing home and they surveyed old people who were dying and it was like what's your biggest regret and their biggest regret was not living in their truth so Mm. knowing what they wished they were doing but not Mm. doing it and I had used to have humongous imposter syndrome Mm. like I used to be so much like I need to please the people around me I need to be doing what people around me are doing and enjoying like it's not fair for me to like crisps when everybody's eating sweets And so I never used to live in my truth. And when I heard that, it just really hit home for me because I was like, wait, hold on. I'm only 20, whatever it was, 27, 28 maybe at the time. And I've never lived in my truth or in my adult life. I've never lived in my truth. So Hmm. um, why is that? And then I started going down the rabbit hole and like, yeah, loads of limiting beliefs and stories I was telling myself came up, but Um, to kind of answer your question, my biggest lesson is not living in my truth. So I wouldn't say wasting those years because I did enjoy those years. But when I look back and think if I had enjoyed them how I wanted to, you know, I would be somewhere else. I'm happy where I am, but I would be more discovering deeper truths. So whereas now I'm only discovering surface truths and getting deeper and deeper so there's no one specific situation that I can pinpoint but just biggest lesson is be true to yourself because you could be dying tomorrow exactly such a huge 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 like sort of thing (laughs) (laughs) so huge that I had to sing it huge um Like, really, because, I mean, even in in how you express the part of if I if I would have done it sooner, Mm. it almost minimizes the work that you've done in the place that you're at now, because Mm. some people who are twice your age haven't come to this realization or don't feel supported or safe enough to be able to do that for themselves Mm. so I would say to remove that second half of what you said and place it on a shelf because you're exactly where you're supposed to be you're exactly (laughs) where you're meant to be at this point in your journey and it's just really honoring that you can be at this place at at your age at such a young age that someone else Mm. might perceive it as a young age while you feel like you could have been like sort of further along 
in your journey. But I would, I would argue that you're exactly where you're supposed to be on your, <laughs> on your journey. And so, thank you. And, yes. And that imposter syndrome, for those of you who don't really have a clear idea of what that is, it's sort of, you know, feeling like you're, you're not worthy or that you're, um, you know, you don't belong that sense of belonging, you don't really belong mm. in the platform or in the place that you feel like your inside is calling you to do, but you have all these sort of things blocking you and these thoughts that tell you that you shouldn't and you're not and you can't and you won't and all these other limiting beliefs that we hold about ourselves. So imposter syndrome is very, very real and we may try mm. to like cloud it or cover it up with other things like, no, I I won't do this because I, I'm this and I'm, you know, some, some, mm. that's how some people's reaction is to imposter syndrome. But I mean, it looks different for everyone, but I would say everything that you're sharing, all these golden nuggets, I just love it. And so if everyone <laughs> <laughs> will really start to think about like reflect on their thinking and then really thinking about the simple things that can be done. Um, in order to combat those negative thoughts. That's that's what we want, right? To live yeah. healthy, healthier lives. So That's so true. And just on the imposter syndrome piece, mm-hmm. completely right. Like there are two ways of, they're very similar, I guess. Anyway, they're both, like there are two ways of imposter syndrome. So there is imposter syndrome where you don't feel worthy. You don't feel good enough, like you said, which even though you probably have the qualifications mm. and then there's imposter syndrome in terms of you. I think you've touched on it at the end of your explanation, but where you are being someone who's untrue to you. So one, it's not feeling worthy and not doing it. And two is actually doing something that's not you. So it's like, oh, do you know what? I'm going to go out and drink and abuse my body and all that stuff because everybody else is doing it but I really don't want to do this you know Mm. it's also another type of imposter syndrome so it's about really taking time to check inside and ask yourself is this true to me is this something that I want to do and then you know if it's a yes then do it if it's a no check and see if you're going through imposter syndrome well, this is a great note to end our session together <laughs> on. So the last thing I'm going to ask you about is, is there any sort of special offer or anywhere that our listeners can check you out at so they can get more information or if they'd like to work with you, mm. can you share that? Yeah, sure. Thank you. Um, that Thank you for the opportunity to do that, actually. So excitingly, this has um, coincided with my very first ever launch, which is a gratitude booster. So it's a very low ticket, um, 14 day gratitude boost. And what I do is I send you a video every single day with a challenge on practicing gratitude in a fun way. So to give an example, um, one of them is pick a song that you like or your favorite song and as you listen to it sing thank you in your head because we don't realize how many times we actually say or don't say thank you in a day and just saying the words thank you while you're feeling excited is sending massive amounts of gratitude and the more we give out the more we attract so that actually comes out today I'm really excited it was meant to be yesterday but things happen (laughs) I mean, one day difference in a launch. That's, <laughs> no one's the wiser. 
Congratulations. Yeah. I'm so excited for Thank you. We're you. sending you, you all the good and positive vibes <laughs> for your launch Thank day. You. Thank you. And it then, sounds um, amazing. <laughs> thank you i'm like plugging loads of stuff and then you know yeah. i do i do one-to-one -one coaching so i do 90 minute overhaul sessions where we sit down and look at where you are where you want to get to how your body and mind works because we all have different personality types we all have you know different emotions that trigger us and then putting a routine in place so managing your time to make sure you have a routine that allows you to get your passions or work towards your passions and side hustles but also serve your body, especially as an introvert, protecting your energy. And that goes all year round. So where you can find me, uh, my website is liveyourbesthappy.com because, you know, liveyourbesthappy doesn't make sense, but it makes me happy. So <laughs> It makes perfect sense in that case. <laughs> design, design your happy place. That's exactly what we do together. Nice. Um, and then Instagram, where I am most active is Tanya Rose underscore zero five. Hey, and we will definitely put all this information in the show notes for you all. So thanks so much for listening. Are there any last words that you'd like to share with us, Tanya? I just want to say I love you, Takima. <laughs> you too, Tanya. And thank you, thank you, thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode. It's really, truly my pleasure pleasure you just give off tons of love and positive vibes and energy and i really wanted my off my audience to get a sneak peek of what that feels like so i think they got it i think they got it so Amazing. i'm super excited Thank you. for I've you and this. your launch <laughs> yay so we'll talk soon and thanks everyone for listening bye for now super thanks bye guys thank you for listening to today's episode Remember that there's no time like the present to make positive changes in